Good evening, you fantastic and glorious degenerates of this floating rock that we call Earth. Welcome to Off the Wire. I am your host, Noelle Lynn, a.k.a. the Cajun Libertarian. Um, I got to be very careful with tonight's content because it will get me banned immediately if I am not careful, even though it's all database facts. So I'm going to give you a little bit. Uh, first off, gas stoves. We'll spend about 2.3 seconds on that. And then we'll get to what is really controversial. Uh, I will read this first headline straight up because I think it's okay. Sex abuse in public school is 100 times greater than in the Catholic Church. Report from January to September and arrests is chilling. So that's one that I'm very nervous to, uh, to type out in real time in the headlines because I just can never tell what these people and so I have to be very careful with it. And the other is every time I'm going to refer to a specific thing, I am going to call it the unmentionable. Okay. 1,616 athlete cardiac arrests, serious issues. 1,114 of them are dead since the unmentionable. This is from goodsciencing.com. The other article, shout out for the first time ever on my show to freaking Fox News. Uh, the sex abuse in public schools is something that Fox was actually tracking. So, hey, look, I will give credit where credit is due. And in this case, credit to Fox News. I've given, I'm really giving credit to mostly independent journalism on this channel. Uh, a lot of times, mainly the blaze because I subscribe to that channel and I get a lot of you know, non-biased re uh, reporting from them. 
But hey, again, credit where credit is due. Great job, Fox News. We'll do that one uh, right after the very short gas stove segment, and you'll see it. So please like the show, share it, subscribe to my channel, and leave me a five-star review. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, basically anywhere where you can get your podcast. Now let's jump into those stories immediately. This will not be a very long show. But it's going to be probably a very controversial one because a lot of people are not going to appreciate the data that I am going to put out there. So let's get into it right now on Off the Wire. Yes, yes, yes. Let's get right into it. Welcome back to Off the Wire. I'm your host, Noel Olin. Um, first off, real quick, please go visit DS or DYSDO.com. That's DYSDO.com. It's on screen for those listening later. It's DYSDO.com. That is a libertarian apparel and paraphernalia website that sells content strictly uh, to start a conversation like this one right here. It says abolish the FBI. For those that will be listening later, for those that can see on screen that are watching live right now, which are many of you, um, abolish the FBI, abolish the CDC, abolish the NSA, abolish the CIA, abolish all of these government agencies that are absolutely infringing on our liberties and everyday human rights that we should be having without interference from governmental bodies that our founding fathers specifically said that we should not be having to deal with. All right. Go read the Bill of Rights. It's right there in like the first three paragraphs. I won't spend any more time on that. DYSDO.com. Go check them out. Absolutely fantastic. I love them very much. So before we get into the content real quick, let me grab y'all's short comments. Stephen Broussard says, well, get on with it. <laughs> yeah, We're here now. Um, I, I give it a little bit of delay for people to, to, uh, to settle in. And I promise to start the show at 6 central so here we are patricia marie a couple of emojis there thank you so much patricia it's been a long time since i talked to you you are awesome thank you very very much um more from patricia let's or uh, there's the king of beards hey that's right tell uh jason all about it live and in the live and in the flesh that is correct do it let's get on with it let's go let's go from everglade Cajun conservative show who I have been on and I will have on this show. What's happening, Cajun? What's going on, brother? Uh, Patricia says, you credited MSM? Surprise. I know, right? Like I was floored when I found the when I found the study. I'm like, oh, I gotta give freaking Fox News a shout. This sucks. But I will give credit when credit is due. So, all right. Everglade says, but why it's unmentionable now? We've been talking about it for years now. Yeah, right. Yeah, but amongst each other in code. So God be the unmentionable because YouTube will still shut me down if I'm not careful with it. A gas stove, 70 years old, says Patricia, will trade for weapons or descent con decent condition. Chief. <laughs> That's a great comment. Patricia says, I'm sorry. Self-defense device. No, don't be sorry. That's fantastic. All right. Ben Overturf. No stove, no peace. That's right. Excellent. All right. So let's get into it. First, I want to start off with the gas stove thing, right? Uh, this is just straight off the top. I don't have an article printed because, quite honestly, who the F cares? You're not going to ban our gas stoves. You're not. We're going to keep our gas stoves. But let's talk about, for literally like 2.3 seconds, why they're banning gas stoves or trying to. Anyway, they say there may be a possible link between gas stoves and children's asthma. Okay, two can play that game. Two can play that game. Most of you know, or at least some of you know, that I uh, opened a pest control company business with my boss, right? He's the owner. I was his first hire. We started this together. I've been doing this almost 10 years. I'm a regional supervisor. I carry about two thirds of the state by myself. One dude, all right? I'm very, very experienced in this. It's one reason I spend a whole lot of time on science because it's the one topic that I've very much come to terms 
to be in love with. Um, I, I, I do. I just love it. I wouldn't even be in pest control if I didn't love science, to be honest with you. Now, that being said, they say there is a possible link between gas stoves, the usage of gas stoves, and child's asthma, children's asthma. Now, let me one-up you, government. There is 100% undoubtedly a proven scientific direct medical link between children's asthma and German roach feces. And for those of you who don't know, German roaches are those little nasty roaches, hood roaches, kitchen roaches, house roaches. Uh, they're, they're called a many different many different terms, but we call them in the in the field German roaches specifically. Even though they're not German, they're actually Asian. Don't get me started on that rabbit trail. It's irrelevant. All right, y'all know what I'm talking about. Flip on the light late at night. Bunch of little roaches start scattering across the kitchen counter. There is 100% a proven medical direct link between German roach feces and children's asthma. So if you want to ban gas stoves for a possible link, why stop there? How about this? Why don't you give me the authority so that every single time I show up to a house or a unit and I find one German roach in that unit or in that house, then I get to call CPS and I have the authority for them to come take those people's children from them. One German roach because German roach feces is 100% linked to children's asthma. How about that? Why stop at gas stoves where there's only a possible link? Let's just, uh, why don't we just ban German roaches? That'd be great. Because then I wouldn't have to do a bunch of free jobs for these apartment complexes. And I wouldn't have to worry about their kids getting asthma. Why stop at the gas stoves? Let's go to where we can actually find a direct link. You see what I'm talking about here? This is the progression. This is the log logical progression that winds you up at the conclusion of what this government has been doing for decades. You start at this little infantile space. Well, gas stoves may have a link. And they're like, Who the, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Banning gas stoves. Uh, no, we're not doing that. How about that? Because if you can ban gas stoves because there might be a link to children's asthma, which I was informed earlier today has been completely debunked, then why not have every single pest control technician and manager and owner say, I'm, I've got the authority to call CPS, Child Protective Services, or whatever you know, is whatever your institution is called in your local area to protect kids. Why shouldn't I be allowed to call them in and take your kids from you? Because there's a 100% direct link between German roach feces and children's asthma. This is the slippery slope. And they say that the slippery slope is a logical fallacy argument. We obviously see that's obviously see that that is not correct. This is absurdly tyrannical and it's on the most stupidest basic level that people will just go along with it because they think it's ridiculous. Let's just gas those. I seen a tweet earlier today said, you know what? I know somebody else that like gas those and they were referring to Hitler. Obviously, man, get out of here. That's not how this works at all. Because if you can do that, then there's absolutely 100% judicial precedent and legislative precedent for me to be, to, who runs a pest control company, to be able to call CPS and have your kids taken from you. Because you have an infestation of German roaches that 100% is your fault, by the way. You know, I, and, and if you have the roaches, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it to be like very aggressive on that point, but it is a fact. German roaches are a sanitation issue. They're not a pest control issue. If you're a very clean person, then German roaches are never going to infest and populate your living space. If you're not, then they will. So it's completely up to you on whether or not you exacerbate your own German roach situation, most of which sanitation will wipe out completely just by bleaching down your countertops every day. So it's your fault. Your kids are susceptible to to asthma because of it. You're banning gas stoves on the possibility that it may be a link. Why stop there? This, this has to stop. This has to stop immediately. And I'm talking about both sides. 
You quit. You keep talking about banning things and having the government intercede and, and fix the problems that they themselves create. It doesn't work that way whatsoever. So stop. The only thing we should be advocating for is less government. Full stop. Because the very people that are creating these problems, you're begging them to fix. And they're never going to do that. They create these problems out of freaking thin air just so that they can gain more power. What do you think's happening at the southern border right now? You think that's organic? Obviously, it's not. That is an agency like the CIA empowering drug cartels to smuggle fentanyl across the border just so that a bunch of Republican conservatives could say, we need more ICE agents. What, what are you talking about? Are you not watching what's happening with the FBI? They will be weaponized against you. Every law that you advocate for will eventually be perverted and twisted and absolutely weaponized against you. So let's just stop. Let's stop. Stop with this. Obviously, I'm talking about Democrats right now because <laughs> they're the ones talking about banning gas stones. Excuse me. My throat went a little dry there during that rant. I didn't even know I was going to do that. All right. Anyway, that, that that's my that's my issue with the, the gas stoves. Uh, I think it's completely, utterly ridiculous and off the charts moronic for a, a you know a multi layered uh, approach. It, it's <laughs> <coughs> excuse me. It, it makes no sense whatsoever. And and look, if anything, that one little tiny rant should make the rounds. Because every Democrat advocating for gas stoves, like, okay, well, then that's fine. I'll just take your kids then. Which could be inevitably a, a literal conclusion to this. Like, let's be real. These same people wanted you jailed if you were, you know, unmentionable. Okay? All right. That being said, let's move on to the next one. Sex abuse in public schools is 100 times greater than in the Catholic Church. Report from January to secretary, uh, January to September. Arrests is chilling. I'm sure what they meant uh, is arrests are chilling or something. So language has gotten weird here lately. Um, the reason I bring this up is, number one, I'm a huge advocate for school choice. I'm a much even bigger advocate for homeschooling your children. And here's a massive reason why. And I could point to a bunch of articles that I've talked about in the past. And I'm like, dude. Look, y'all got to get your kids out of these schools. This, these are dangerous places. Now, the reason I like this headline specifically is because every time I talk about child abuse in, in some sort of institution, I always get hammered with because everybody knows I'm a Christian. I love Jesus Christ. I'm a disciple. He's undeniable. He is the way, the truth, and life. Okay? I don't ever preach it, y'all. That's the extent of it. You know who I am. Uh I'm not Catholic either, by the way. <laughs> so I'm a huge, huge uh, 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 person that that li uh, cr uh, critic. I'm a huge critic of the Catholic Church for a myriad of reasons, uh, a lot of which are actually theological and biblical, but a lot of which are sex abuse on children. I've got three kids, man. This is not something I take lightly. It's not something I'm going to even consider or even entertain the idea of tolerating whatsoever. No way. So if you're going to continue to hammer the narrative that the church has this unbelievable garbage predicament of uh, sex abuse, which I do think that the Catholic church has a severe problem with, with child abuse, child sex abuse to be specific. I hope that's not, Hope that doesn't get me in trouble because this is what we're talking about, YouTube. I'm talking about the facts, okay? Leave me alone. Swear to God, I'm sick. I'm brand new at all of this, and I can't seem to get anything, like, really off the ground the way the numbers are reflecting that it should be off the ground because I keep getting freaking hammered for reporting facts like child sex abuse in school. Like, how are we not allowed to talk about this? How can we solve any of these issues if those of us that have any sort of platform whatsoever want to talk about it, but you keep banning us? Or in my instance, like, not even banned, just completely throttled 
on my giant, uh, uh, to me, it's a giant Facebook page, 27,000 followers. I don't have anything like that in, anywhere else. You know, Twitter, I've got a little over 1,400 or 14,000 followers. That That's the closest. And that's all thanks to Elon. Because I talk about things that are factual. These are just numbers. All right. So let's get into it. <clears throat> a new report says public school educators were arrested on sex-related crimes involving students at a rate of one per day through the first nine months of the year. One per day through the first nine months of the year. Data analysis from Fox News, who I gave credit to. This is a wild to me because I've, I've never given a shout out to Fox News. I can't stand Fox News. They're a horrible propagandist. But they did a really good job on this particular study. Every single station that we can't stand, they're going to do some good things with certain studies. They just are. Okay. And we need to acknowledge that. Not all of these people that we dis have disdain for, including myself, every once in a while, they're going to drop some, some accurate information. They have to, to stay relevant whatsoever. It's no different from Fox News. They're 100% propagandists, but they have to drop facts. Okay. And this is a good one. This is a good one. And the problem I have with news stations like Fox and CNN and MSNBC is they pick and choose. Right. They, they want this narrative push. So like this is the thing. All right. Here's the facts about the thing. That I want pushed for my narrative to my specific audience, my target audience, which I won't lie. Like we're all guilty of that to some degree. You know, I don't report on every single news article that comes across the wire because it's that's not productive. You know, that's not efficacious whatsoever. And so I'll pick and choose on the things that I think that you guys want to hear and that are actually relevant to today's society. All right. That being said, enough of me. Let's get back to the article. A new report says public school educators were arrested on sex related crimes involving students at a rate of one per day through the first nine months of the year. Data analysis from Fox News showed that 269 educators were arrested, including four principals, two assistant principals, 226 teachers, 20 teachers aides, and 17 substitute teachers. I'm going to run back through that again. Data analysis from Fox News showed that 269 educators were arrested, including four principals, two assistant principals, 226 teachers, 20 teachers' aides, and 17 substitute teachers. The analysis only accounted. Now, this is important. Listen to this. The analysis only counted alleged crimes that results in arrests and that also hit some local media. All right? So, quite honestly, this is not something that they've gone over extensively. Only what's been reported with, you know, uh, Police intervention. Christopher Rufo, who's I don't know this guy, Christopher Rufo. I've heard his name quite a lot lately on all the independent journalists that I listen to, and so um, it's kind of odd that he come pops up in, in in my show. But I guess kind of fitting too because I, I didn't know, I don't know who this guy is or what he's done. Or I don't know his politics. I don't know anything about him, but I've heard his name a few times. Christopher Rufo, Christopher Rufo, a senior fellow at the Manhattan Institute sought to put the number in context. Uh, Fox, I would say you put the number into context. All right. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. You know, I'm just a little on me, a little on me. All right. Quote, the number of teachers arrested for child sex abuse is just the tip of the iceberg, much as it was for the Catholic church prior to widespread exposure and investigation in the early 2000s. He said in a statement, the best available academic research published by the Department of Education suggests that nearly 10 percent of public school students suffer from physical abuse between kindergarten and 12th grade. Nearly 10 percent. My God, that is an astronomical number. I hate the fact that people are going to look at that and be like, that's only 10 percent. But what are you talking about? Only 10 percent. You know how many people go to public schools? You know how many kids go? 10% of all the kids that go to public schools suffer child abuse in, in, in the form of sexual abuse. 10%? That's off the charts. Terrible. That's horrifying. 
Get your kids out of school. It's a sacrifice. I'll get into that later. It's a sacrifice. I get it. It is. All right. According to, this is again, a quote from Rufo. According to that research, the scale of sexual abuse in the public schools is nearly 100 times greater than that of the Catholic Church, he said. And that should alarm everyone. Look at the scandal around the Catholic Church and how bad the child sexual abuse was in that arena. And this is 100 times worse, according to the data and statistics. My God. I'm going to read that again. According to that research, the scale of sexual abuse in the public schools is nearly 100 times greater than that of the Catholic Church, he said. Rufo said the issue cannot be swept under the rug, and he's 100% right. This is a scandal that the political left is doing everything in its power to suppress, and he's not lying. All political bias aside, we see what's going on. Come on, if you're really honest with yourself, it's literally, really one side of the aisle that's trying to cover this stuff up. Obviously, there's other people. I'm talking about exception. I'm talking about the rule versus the exception to the rule. If we're if we're thinking in binary code when it comes to political affiliation, which actually is a myth, y'all. I hate to break it to you, but the left right paradigm that that doesn't exist. Most people that you've never talked to that actually engage themselves in politics are moderates. They embrace some of the left. They embrace some of the right. If we're going to talk about this in binary code, that doesn't exist. It's literally a devised system to keep us fighting with each other. All right, that's my rant on that. Let's keep going. Just keep that in mind. Anytime we're talking about politics and people talk, people talk about left versus right, that's not a real thing. It's not. What you're talking to is the people that are adamant about their political positions like I am and like you are if you're watching the show, most of you, um, then we tend to self-project. I self-project a lot. It's a very, very common um, human, we'll call it a mental disease if it is that, a mental malfunction. I'd rather call it that. Uh, We all self-project. Everybody does. I do it too. All right. And we we tend to self-project our our feelings and our opinions and the way we view our perspectives on certain things onto other people out in the world. That's just a common, um, you know, it's a common mistake. Uh, we should never assume anybody's intentions or assume anybody's thought process. However, that being said, going back, the left right paradigm doesn't exist. Most people are moderate to center right. If we're going to judge it on a linear scale, which again, the linear scale doesn't exist. It would be more apropos if we did it via Venn diagram or something of that nature, which still isn't really accurate. This is all very important. I know this seemed like far off the topic, but it's not. It's important because these ideological perspectives actually matter when you're conversing with other people, which is what we want to do as activists and as people that participate within the political arena because we care about the state of the country so much. That being... Left, left, center, middle, center, center, right, right, far right, far left. Mm, Again, that's the linear scale that doesn't exist. That's just something that we made up to try to devise some sort of metric to be able to gather our brain cells around how we view politics as a society. All right. So. According to the research, the scale of sexual abuse in the public schools is nearly 100 times greater than that of the Catholic Church. This is a scandal of that. Uh, this is a scandal that the political left is doing everything in its power to suppress. He said, uh, again, another quote, the basic fact is incontrovertible. Every day a public school teacher is arrested, indicted or convicted for child sex abuse. And yet the teachers unions, the public school bureaucracies and the left wing media pretend that the abuse isn't happening and viciously attack families who raise concerns. He said he's not wrong, not wrong whatsoever. Have you if if you're really paying attention to what's happening in the realm of politics? And that's such a bad term to use, because if you use like the simple definition of politics, it really just means What's going on in your local area around you? 
governmentally, um, legislatively, and even just contextually with your society in the area and the bubble that you live in. We all live in some bubbles, right? I don't mean that to be derogatory. I promise you. I mean that in the in the idea that like I live in an area, you know, around Jackson, Mississippi. So that's a, a bubble that I have. There's a, a bubble of people that I get to talk to, right? I, I'm not going to California and talking to those folks. I'm talking to the bubble of people in my arena. Okay. Fox News has tracked educator related crimes all year and it's and in its March report found crimes had been reported in 41 states. Now remember the study that Fox did here that I'm giving them massive credit for because this is hugely important to me as a homeschool advocate and as a uh, school choice advocate. It's one of my top five issues easily, if not top three. The kids, top three issue easily. Children, top three issue easily. That's why I've had on people like Chloe Cole who were on the Glenn Beck radio show in the Glenn Beck podcast. It's been to the top of my Twitter profile. It's one of the biggest podcasts I've ever done. It's got closing on 8,000 views if it hasn't surpassed it already. All right. Kids. She's 18, by the way. That's a kid to me. That's just a kid to me. Okay. I have a daughter that's 14. Children as in an, an entity as an entire in their entirety, I care about amazingly, amazingly. I do not want the most innocent demographic of our society being corrupted by disingenuous and evil adults. And I don't care where you fall on the spectrum of politics. I don't. None whatsoever. I care about these children. And I care about them in such a manner that uh, I can't speak about on air. All right. Well, we'll leave it at that. So credit to Fox News. Get your kids out of public schools. Sacrifices have to be made. I understand that. My wife and I, we live under the economic threshold that we could so that we can keep our kids at home and never send them to these places. All right. If it be critical race theory or they're, they're you know, shoving communism down their throat or they're shoving um, right wing war propaganda down their throat or pledge allegiance to the flag. Down there, well, none of that. None of that. You see the flag I got back here? It's a black flag. Don't tread on me. Black flag. Yes, I'm very happy to have grown up in America. Most freest state the world's ever seen. But we don't pledge allegiance to governments ever. All right. Take the raising of our children very, very, very serious. And I will never, ever stop talking about this. There's one thing that I do not compromise on, and that's our children. You will leave our children out of this. So long as anybody that proclaims that they are in my camp, under my umbrella, promoting the obvious abuse in any form whatsoever of USA's children, you're going to get bit by me. You will. I would never, ever take it lightly. Full stop. Now. Again, don't forget, go to DYSDO.com. DYSDO.com, only sponsor for the entire year. If you want to be a sponsor, you can you can uh, shoot me a Twitter DM or a Facebook, you know, hit me up on the Cajun Libertarian DM. Again, um, I'd be glad to sponsor you. We can talk about it in great detail because according to Spotify, this is one of the largest podcasts in the world. I'll review the numbers real quick just in case you want to get involved. Um, according to Spotify and Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, I got my year in review. It's the top. I am in the top 15% of most podcasts followed in the world. And I'm in the top 25% of most podcasts shared globally. <coughs> so hit me up if you want to um, get in on the 
sponsorship very cheap I, I don't charge much because people people are short on money you know we're short on money so i, I don't charge much i just want to help i literally just want to help but more importantly share the show share the show subscribe it talk to your friends about it because um i'm only a year and a half into this and i'm already just dropping numbers like crazy and so thank you jesus i mean i he's the only he's got to be the only reason <laughs> like there's no other explanation for this other than i've got a uh you know a, a spiritual mandate to be in front of you people talking to y'all as friends as family and trying my best to try to be at least a speed bump for tyranny and in, in, in political violence because there is absolutely no positivity that's going to come from either one of those things and for the love of god if we get into another civil war we're done we can't have that so i need you guys i need y'all way more than you'll ever need me 100 i need you big time so let's get into this into this last story this is uh this is actually a two-page report here let me get through it okay because I really struggled over what I wanted to, to to put in the information and what I didn't because there was so much of it. Just give me time. I promise you, you want to hear all of this. This is extraordinarily important. Now, when I'm going to talk about the number one issue involving this new study, this scientific study, I'm going to mention it as the unmentionable. Okay, because you can't mention it. It's it's crazy. And let me point out this too. Um, I would have loved to get into y'all's comments, but man, y'all y'all are going buck wild in the comment section. So I'm not. I don't want to waste anybody else's time with dead air trying to find your comments. I might do something. I might start something here very soon where I kind of revisit your comments from the previous episode on the next episode because I hate the fact that. I have to neglect your comments while at the same time loving the fact that there's so many, right? And so um, with that being said, let's get into this one. 1,616 athlete cardiac arrests, serious issues, 1,114 of them dead since the unmentionable. You all know what I'm talking about. All right, this is from goodsciencing.com. And I can imagine that all the people that are going to oppose this, the people that hate the content and the actual proven data that they've gone through, I want I encourage you. That headline that I read is the headline of the article from goodsciencing.com. Goodsciencing.com. Go look at it because it's a long article and it lists every single detail. You'll get to about two thirds of it and they start listing the actual people and how they died. They're eight. I mean, it, it is lengthy. It is remarkable and it is terrifying. So please, please go to goodsciencing.com. The, uh, the, the headline is uh, 1,616 athlete cardiac arrest, serious issues, 1,114 of them dead since the unmentionable. Um, than real science. All right, let's go. It is definitely not normal for so many mainly young athletes to suffer from cardiac arrest or to die while playing their sport. But this year it is happening. Many of these heart issues and death come shortly after they got the unmentionable. While it is possible this can happen to people who did not get the unmentionable, the sheer numbers clearly point to the only obvious cause. Important Important notes. The number of dead are included in the total number. There are also dozens of reports that are not included in the total numbers shown in the headline because they are not or may not be uh, unmentionable related in our judgment. In response to their pronunciation, uh, I'm sorry, in response to their pronouncement, here is a non-exhaustive and continuously growing list of mainly young athletes who had major medical issues in 20, 2021 and 2022 after receiving one or more of the unmentionables. Initially, many of these were not reported. We know that many people were told to tell 
uh, were told to not tell anyone about their adverse reactions and the media was not reporting on them. I can attest to this personally. Personally, I've had people hit me up. Personally, that's real. Not reported out of fear of losing. They were told, if you talk about this, you're going to be fired. And even possible lawsuit action taken against you. Is, and here's the here's the more horrifying part of that from what I'm from my own anecdotal experience. Um, how they sign their contracts with their jobs. It, it was like in there inadvertently. But the way lawyers use language, they were told they could not only would they lose their lot, lose their jobs, they would be sued. For it. And then was shown, like, basically, if you, you know, when you sign up for a social media platform, it gives you your terms of service. Same difference. Like, the language can be uh, ambiguous, but the lawyers know how to manipulate these types of languages into gaining favor within the courts. That's how it works. That's how we wind up with amendments and precedents that really, that's how we wind up with Roe versus Wade. <laughs> nothing, there's nothing in the Constitution about abortion, right? For 50 years, we had Roe versus Wade, which is unconstitutional. I don't care what your feelings about abortion are. Roe versus Wade was very unconstitutional, right? This is, a, this is what lawyers do. They manipulate language. So I'm telling you that because I've had anecdotal experience with it, all right? And it's it's scary. It's frightening. All right. Initially, many of these were not reported. We know that many people were told not to tell anyone about their adverse reactions and the media was not reporting on them. They started happening and ramping, ramping up after the first unmentionable. The mainstream media still are not reporting most, but sports news cannot ignore the fact that soccer players and other stars collapse in the middle of a game. Due to a sudden cardiac arrest, many of those die, 69.4% as at 31st of December 2022. Okay, two weeks ago, 69.4% of these athletes have died. And that's as of December 31st, 2022. We also note that many posts in Facebook, Instagram, Twitter forums, and news stories are being removed. So now we are receiving some messages saying there is no proof of the event or of the unmentionable status. This is partly because the information is being hidden. And how can this even be denied? If you are somebody who's listening to what I'm saying right now and you're like, no, that's not true. Then I don't know what to tell you. You're an ostrich with your head in the sand. You've, that that's it. it you're 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 absolutely denying the obvious data in numerics statistics that are coming out so let's talk about it all right i'm not here to condemn anybody for what medical procedure they did or didn't take or they did or didn't encourage anyone because i give a pass to a lot of the people that don't have a, a medical background like i do within the military all right. And this is something that I hate doing, but I'm asked to do it frequently so that I'm not somebody who's just speaking out of their butthole. Uh, I, I am a very, very, very learned medical professional, or at least was. I don't hold that title anymore, but those those accolades can't be ever taken from me. Right. <laughs> and so uh, prior to the emergency, uh, prior to the military, I worked in the O.R., you know, the, the, the surgery ward for a long time, almost two years. And then in the military, I graduated from the Navy with a hospital McCormick certification. And then I wanted, I had an aerospace medicine certification, which is a fancy way of upper respiratory dealings, right? Diagnoses, uh, treatment, upper respiratory treatment, either way, best way to say it. Um, more specifically, aerospace medicine Technician in the military is for pilots who deal with G-force and altitude and the way it affects your upper respiratory system. That being said, um, the unmentionable, the the C-19, that's an upper, upper respiratory infection. So I was on it immediately. 
because believe it or not, we've actually been dealing with C uh, coronavirus infections for decades. Most people don't know that. Common cold is a coronavirus. Um, it's not new. It's not novel. The only thing novel about C-19 was the fact that it may or may not have been created in a lab. So bioengineering could play a pretty big deal in whether something is or isn't novel. All right. So laying that out there, I hate it, the appeal to. Oh, and I'm also a certified combat medic for the Marine Corps, by the way. So, yeah, extensive in the medical field. So when this all started happening, I was like, you're lying. I know you're lying, because if you get an upper respiratory infection, one of the first results or, you know, contraindications, usually we were, you use the terminology contraindications to how medicine affects a person. Right. But you can also have symptoms uh, or, you know, asymptomatic issues with certain diseases. So one of the first things I saw when, and you all saw it, they were pumping out videos in China, uh, in other places of people just falling over dead in the streets. And they had already told us it was a coronavirus, right? So I'm like, well, wait a minute now. I've, I've dealt with hundreds of patients with coronavirus infections. It never works that way. Simple biology tells you it doesn't. Simple medicine. The most basic of medicine tells you that's not how that works. Why? Because you get inflammation, which, by the way, if you don't know, inflammation is one of the primary causes of all disease, of almost all diseases that we encounter today. All of the ones that are terminal as well. Almost all of them are, are caused via inflammation. OK, so you get inflammation of your basically your capillaries, blood vessels, uh, you know, the things that, by the way, veins versus arteries or veins transport de oxygenated blood to the lungs and the lungs transport oxygenated blood to the rest of your body. Okay. So that's how that works. So within your lungs, upper respiratory, all right. can also be in your vocal cords, all upper respiratory face, you know, all that, uh, it, it, things become inflamed and they become restricted via inflammation. So you're not receiving and you're not intaking the oxygen, the O2 that you're required to take in for you to be, this or to retain the same mobility as if you had if you were not inflamed within your lung capacity makes sense right so just following the logical conclusion here you don't need a medical degree or any sort of accolades that i even have to understand that if you're not receiving the amount of oxygen your body is required to receive to function properly then one of the first things to go is energy you don't have the energy to move around. That's why most people with severe upper respiratory infections wind up bedridden. So I knew off the bat, all that to say, I knew immediately, you're not telling us the truth because nobody's going to be walking around with a severe upper respiratory infection and just die in the street or even fall over. That's not scientifically medically possible whatsoever. You're going to be bedridden because the restriction of oxygen to your body is so severe that you need to go and lay down. You have no energy. Depletion of oxygen and depletion of food intake. Carbohydrates produce energy. All right. So twofold. Now, let's keep going. <clears throat> oh, by the way, thanks to my wife for the uh, Saints Tumblr. Who that, baby? All right. I went on that. I was not expecting to go on that rant there. Okay. So, all right, let's go. Let's keep going. We know that most of the information was suppressed on social media, obviously, because they wanted to push a narrative, a narrative that was obviously false and a lie. And a lot of people suffered and a lot of people died because of it. Let's just be honest. Okay. Again, I have to be very careful here. All right. Contained in the list are many professional athletes and high level amateur athletes. I would not be sensible to try to report the death of every person on the planet. So we have selected a category of person who should be fit enough to lead a long and healthy life, a.k.a. a professional athlete, right? Most of them do because they're very fit individuals. This means that provided a person is reasonably fit, healthy, and does some athletic activity rather than an unfit couch potato, 
Uh, they put couch potato in quotes. That's funny. Uh, then they can be included in this list. Needless to say, these are only persons. These are the only persons reported to us by readers or that we discovered during research. Again, goodsciencing.com. Also note that almost all of these have been reported in the media. In some cases, we have a person's own social media or reports from their family. For example, pro unmentionable athlete Yushe Nwarni. I'm sure I said that very wrong. Uh, the 38-year-old former Jacksonville Jaguars American football player who said anti-vaxxers should be jailed. I'll read that again. A pro football player, a former pro football player who is an advocate for the pro unmentionable Jacksonville Jaguars said anti-vaxxers should be jailed has died suddenly last month. The international Olympic committee in loose Lausanne, Switzerland probably butchered that too. I should have looked these up on Google and heard them. I'm sorry. But you get what I'm saying. Uh, it's a place in Switzerland. The Inter International Com Olympic Committee in uh, a city of Switzerland studied documents from international data banks from 1966 to 2004. These documents, those documents indicate 1,101 sudden deaths in athletes under 35 years of age, an average of 29 athletes per year. The sports with the highest incident being soccer and basketball. Which that actually rings true because uh, they run the most for over long periods of time. I've played soccer, I played basketball, I played baseball, I played football. Baseball, I was a high level athlete. I was like, supposed to play college baseball and AAA baseball, but I got off into drugs and alcohol, and you know where that goes. So <clears throat> didn't happen. But yeah, that makes a lot of sense because I, I don't think there's a sport on earth where players are running at a high rate of speed, basically the entire game. Low rates of speed are, are inconsequential usually. It's bursts of speed with also elongated running throughout the entire uh, event. So soccer is like the biggest one, basketball being another one. A study by Marone a, on sudden death in U.S. athletes from 1980 to 2006 in 38 sports identified 1,866 deaths of athletes with cardiac disease with a prevalence of hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. Hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. 2000 is something that I actually studied. The first time I read it, I was like, oh, damn, I didn't know these words. There's a lot of medical terminology that even with my extensive medical background, I, I just don't know. Never seen them before. I try to pronounce them. Come out butchered. I've seen these before. So, But I would do want to stress that I want you to go look at that. All right. I want you to go look at that. So let me read that again. 1,866 deaths of athletes with cardiac disease with a prevalence of hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. Oh, sorry. I, my inflection was wrong there with a prevalence of hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. 2005 to 2006 averaged 66 deaths per year with 82% of those occurring during competition or training, 66 deaths per year. In 2021 and 2022, so far, cardiac disease has not been mentioned. Hypertrophic cardiomyopathy was mentioned twice, but those two reports were listed in the quote-unquote not unmentionable related list, enlarged heart, was only mentioned three times, but there was no indication that this was a long-term or recent issue, possibly due to an unmentionable injury. The above shows that in prior years, there were 66 deaths per year, but there have been 89 reported in January of 2022 so far. Reading it again, the above shows that in prior years, there were 66 deaths Per year, per year. But there have been 89 reported in January of 2022 so far. Going back to the headline, 1,616 athlete cardiac arrest, serious issues, over 1,100 of them dead 
since the unmentionable. So the numbers are off the charts in the wrong direction. It's not even close. It's not even close. All right. There's a couple of other statistics I want to go through, and then we're going to jump off here. Where am I at? I'm at 54. I was actually wanting to do about 45 minutes. But this freaking article is so deep. And look, when I tell you, it would have been six pages deep had I had I copy pasted all of it. And it's only, I only copy pasted two of them, right? I mean, absolutely amazing. So let, let's let's keep on going. I'm going to say it one more time. The above shows that in prior years there were 66 deaths per year, but there have been 89 in one in the first month of January 2022 alone. Here is a non-exhaustive list of in, injuries reported. Most were cardiac arrest. Cardiac arrest, blood clots or thrombosis, stroke, irregular heartbeat, arrhythmia, neuropathy or death. All right. Let's move on to the military. Military death increases. Thomas Renz, an American lawyer, says the U.S. military's DMED, Defense Medical Epidemiology Database, uh, shows that in the first 10 months of 2021, that all-cause morbidity increased 11 times. That's 1,100%. 1,100% against the previous year. 1,100% against... The year of 2020. So 2021 increased in these deaths 1,100%. All cause morbidity, morbidity against the previous year. RENS has information from DOD whistleblowers. The Department of Defense is reportedly active, actively deleting data from their database possibly to cover up the genocide that has been perpetrated on military personnel. He also said that they expect the numbers for 2022. And listen to this. They expect the numbers for 2022 to be up 5,000%. 50 times the previous year. 50 times up up 1100 percent from 2020 to 2021 and they are already tracking the numbers to be up five thousand percent from 2021 to 2022 and now we're in the year 2023 clubs hide vaccination oh, clubs hide the unmentionable information now here is a demonstration of how sports clubs do not want the injuries of deaths of their players to be associated with the unmentionables. It tells the story of why they will not report which of their players has been unmentionable and when. Sunderland FC manager Lee Johnson suggested that the unmentionable may have caused the heart issues of his goalkeeper, Lee Burge. The club then fired the manager immediately. If you have nothing to hide, right? Isn't that what the right-wingers tell us all the time? If you're not doing anything wrong, you don't have to worry about the cops, which I'll also tell them, get the out of my face, this disgusting, tyrannical behavior. And no, they're, they're a corrupt entity that needs to cease to exist. I'm not an ACAB person. I'm, well, I'm trying not to be an ACAB person. I'm not a defund or a boss or a police person. I'm trying not to be those things. Really hard for me to not be those things because I see the statistics and the data. <sighs> it, it's, it, I'm making a little bit light of it right now, but at the end of the day, there, there's nothing about this that's, that's funny. There's nothing about this that's good. This isn't a win. These data points in, in these uh, legitimate scientific research that is even coming out now, even now the CDC is starting to investigate the unmentionable because it's so suspect, to say the least, to say the least.
it's suspect. To be real, it's deadly and non-effective. There's nothing efficacious about it. Per the CDC, the leading demographic of death among or death with C-19 is now the unmentionable. And that's from August to November. So not just like two weeks worth of data from the corrupt CDC. And no, it's not a matter of numbers. Because if it did what it said they would do, then the numbers would be zero. If it did what they're telling you and what they're lying to you about, the number would be zero. Zero dead if you've had the unmentionable. You would not die with COVID. Matter of fact, they all tell us at the beginning, Rachel Maddow, Dr. Fauci, doctor, doctor. Okay. In quotes, that dude, mm, Biden, uh, countless people said you, you wouldn't even transmit it, right? You couldn't contract it. You couldn't transmit it. They all said it and they said it arrogantly that you wouldn't even get the disease. If you had these shots, they're not the V word. They fit no description of what the V word is prior to when CDC changed the definition of what the V word is while we were all focused on Afghanistan. That's happened. That happened. A real thing, by the way, in case you didn't know, I actually reported it to Spike Cohen on his show live. He had to, he Googled it live. He was like, oh, my God. They did do that. They changed the definition of what the V word is while we were all focused on the, the botched Afghanistan pullout. Thank God we're out of Afghanistan. But uh, yeah, we left Bagram Air Base, $80 billion, $80 billion, billion of high grade United States military equipment. And 13 soldiers died while many Afghans, including children, died during that bust, Afghanistan pull out. So no, I'm not going to give Biden credit for pulling out of Afghanistan when that was the end result of it. This is unbelievable data. This data is only going to get worse. Please tell your friends. Please tell your family. And please don't be, you know, don't be condescending about it. Don't be disrespectful about it. There's a lot of people that, you know, they just, <clears throat> they're going to do what they're told. That's just what it is. That, that's a state that we live in. All right. It, it's where we're at. So there, there's no reason to get incredibly upset with the people that have taken the experiment, especially when I, me, in real time and watching probably at least 50% of them saying this was a mistake. And I just wanted to do what was best for society. I didn't check. I was told this was what would protect my family, my grandparents, my fat, sick, or elderly brother-in-law, whatever. Right? No, it's not derogatory to, see, to say fat because we're talking about medicine here. All right. I don't care about your feelings in that arena. This, the, the, the truth matters. The truth matters. And the truth is, is that obese people are at high risk of death with COVID and they need to know it. However, Get your vitamin D. Get your fluids. Get straight up sun. I know a lot of people just take vitamin D because they have office work. Oh, man, that ain't good enough. Get you some sun, too. This can't keep going on, and there's only one way to stop it, and that's by you telling people how to get to get healthy. It, perfect, Patricia. Patricia, I'm getting healthy. Me too. Me too. I'm not in the best health. Thank God I work outside. I work in the sun. And I'm very fit for somebody who's almost 40. I'll be 40 in April. If you're old, if you're sick, if you're fat, 
You need to be careful. Everybody else, you're fine. You're fine for the most part. You know, 99% still to this day, 99.8%, 99.99% will be just fine. But these data, they are not debatable. All right. That's not the route. The route is health. They're actually hurting. And this data or these data are going to come out more and more to show the proof and evidence of it. So please don't incur. I used to be one that was like, hey, the unmentionable should be given to those that are over 70. Because if it reduces their chance of hospitalization, hospitalization, death, by even a mere percentage, then look, we got to try. But now I'm backing off of that. I'm actually discouraging everybody from the unmentionable because it, the data are clear and they are overwhelmingly and abundantly off the charts. This is not the answer. Your health is the answer. Do everything you can to be healthy, to stay healthy. This isn't the last thing that we're about to come across. I promise you it's going to get, you know, there's, there's going to be more of these. Um, listen to Bill Gates, right? He already ta- he's already talking about the next pandemic. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, uh, drink your water. Clean water, too, right? Clean water. Eat clean food. And get exercise. Get sun. I love each and every one of y'all. I will see you Sunday night with a very special guest, one that I'm very proud to have been able to bring on. And I am going to or i say i am we are going to an absolutely fantastic time um he's great i'm not going to reveal who he is yet i've actually got three or four guests lined up that are that much bigger than me which i'm very proud can't wait to have them on we're going to talk about other things hope to god it can be more positive than the the data that's coming out about the unmentionable it breaks my heart, honestly. It really does because I don't want people being hurt. I do love each and every one of y'all. I love people so much. And I want you to be healthy. I don't want you to be dying or, or suffering injury from lies that you could have prevented with just a, a mere amount of, of information that you're not even allowed to talk about. Right? I'm like, this is scientific data. And I can't even talk about it openly because YouTube might destroy me. So we're in dangerous times, y'all. Tyranny, government, uh, corporations in bed with government. All that being said, please subscribe to the channel. Like it. Share it. Spread the word because you are the power. You're the only way. You're the only reason that this thing is even taken off to the massive amounts of unprecedented levels in a year and a half that I never thought would be imaginable. Just absolutely incredible. I can't thank you enough. But obviously, there's a desire for this kind of content and information. And I want these sort of numbers, especially when we're talking about people's lives. I want them out and in the public. And I want them reaching as far as absolutely possible. I love you very much, and I will see you Sunday night, same Cajun time, same Cajun channel, and I'm out!